swinging free kick and a chance here for Kelly. He scored! David Kelly! Trackman a level against all the odds! Jennings. There's the kick. Scoreboards! This is Buxton, away from Backinson, this is Pringle, now Caprice, Caprice with the cross, the header, it's in, it's Connor Jennings! Tramere Rovers, who's double dip, led to their world caving in, could be getting back to where they were in double quick time. Right then, folks, what's happening? Welcome to the Instant Post-Match Analysis or Reaction Podcast, however you want to call it. Uh, at on Twitter. My name is Matt Hibbert, at Matt Hibbert on Twitter. At Paul Harper 82 is with us big time. Big mouth. Uh, uh, what was your new nickname I gave you? Lazy ass. The one, wasn't it? Yeah, someone gave me one on um, Twitter the other day. Was he? Got me P, didn't he? Um, can't even remember. I apologise. Pissed up. I, that's what I call it. Pissed up, Paul Harper. Um, uh, there was another one as well, though. Uh, there was, wasn't it? Well, we'll rem- hopefully whoever it was get in touch. If not, we'll try and <laughs> um, a two-all draw down at Colchester. Coming back from two-nil down to get a point, but are you a half? You know, a half. A glass half full or a glass half empty kind of guy comes to that, doesn't it, Paul? Is it a good point in the considering we were two 0 down with half an hour to go? It's it's a tough one, isn't it? Because for me, right, the first half hour we were excellent, and Paul, right, two two main things here. And I don't because everyone's going to remember the Kirby miss in injury time because it was an injury time. It was the chance to win the game, and he should score all fucking day, and then straight after, he tries a stupid back heel on the edge of the box when it was the wrong thing to do. And then straight after that, he goes and barges their player over when it's going out for a corner or their fellow's got to clear it. So he did three stupid things in the space of two minutes in injury time. But Paul Lewis has to score that header in the first half. It, yeah. like, it's exactly... That's an easier chance for me than the Kirby's one, or just as easy... All he's got to do is not head it straight to the keeper, and he does it. It's still a good save because the keeper's made himself big, but he has to score that. Both of them have to score. And, you know, we'll say this to we're blue in the face. All of us are thinking James Vaughan scores both of those chances, doesn't he? Yeah. But uh, James Vaughan is out injured. We have to deal with that. Um, yeah. It's, um, well, then, where we've dominated the game in terms of possession and. You know, I don't think we created. Obviously, you mentioned there, you know, two great chances that could have won us the game. Aside from that, we didn't really create too much, um, which is a bit of a worry. Um, chances that did fall, you know, didn't 
obviously Kirby's one at the end and the Lewis one you mentioned. Yeah, with uh, with forwards on the pitch, maybe you'd uh, you'd see them at the back of the net. But Lloyd hits the post dude, with a great effort. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure. How I'm feeling to be honest. Um, from t- for when it went two now, I just thought we're never going to score here. And I, I said to Lex, like, we've there's the game over now. We've lost two now. So to come back um, and grab a point is is obviously better than nothing. But I think Jake put it in our in our WhatsApp group, like it's a point at Grimsby, who were what's second bottom, and a point at Colchester, who are third bottom. I mean, promotion contenders need to be picking up more than two points from there them two games and I know this, there has been a lot of fixtures and it's been a incredibly busy month as, or a busy period or a busy month since since New Year really you know they've had a lot of games and we might well I'd like to discuss the, the well-being sort of situation and stuff yeah but you know you've got to be killing off teams like we mentioned it on Saturday. They've not. I think it was one win in twenty, wasn't it? One yeah. win in twenty. They hadn't scored in five before yeah. tonight. You know, and their then, confidence would have been rock bottom. And that's, I said, Paul, if we, we get we, that first did, goal, yeah, we did. We did start um, start the game well, but you, you need to make that that sort of domination tell in terms of yeah. goals on the there's, there's no on the scoreboard. The there's no point dominating the first half hour of a game and then conceding a, a no, I, like I'm, goal. I. I joked the other week that we were the, the League Two Arsenal, um, and like, yeah, that, today it was like, yeah, we were. We, and I said at the time, I mean, the 2004 Invincibles Arsenal. Today we were like the Arsenal of every year since then, which is like <laughs> dominate the game and then go behind. And yeah. you know, they had that, that felt their fella misses the open goal just after they've gone one up, and mm. um, you know, Jesus Christ! And then they have another one second half, don't they? Which I think yeah. they should have scored. So it's a weird one because on one hand you're going, we've dominated possession for pretty much maybe an hour of the game, you know, yeah. half an hour in the first half, half an hour in the second half. We've dominated. It could have been 4-0 down. Yeah, exactly. These chances. The, the first goal for them, I think everyone, and again, we don't like piling in on certain players, but like Scott Davis has to, the ball is like there to be won for like two seconds, isn't it? He's the keeper and he's rooted to his line. I don't know if he, he claim or think was Clark in his way, was one of our players in his way and he couldn't get over, but couldn't he dive over their player and just like claim the ball or just punch it or do something other than stand on the line? It was such a horrible goal to concede. The second goal is just like, you know, I didn't think Manny Monthe had a good game today. I didn't. I thought their fellow uh, Newble gave him a bit of a run around. Um, and we just, like you said, Paul, the football was great until the final third. Feeney puts as Treacle jumps down off the window, so she's had enough. Well, you know, don't blame you. Don't blame me. Um, Feeney puts in that wonderful ball for Lewis, and he should score. But other than that, like the crossing and the final, the final ball and the the, the decision making in the final third, I think is the right phrase, isn't it? Was yeah. just poor. Kieran Morris has like a, a half chance where he gets onto his right foot in the first half and then scuffs his shot like harmlessly wide. It just makes me question, Paul. It looked at that team when it was announced. Woolery's obviously got a rest, so he picks up a knock. We said on Saturday that he was looking a bit, you know, not his normal self, a bit tired. Yeah. He's earned the rest for me. Um, 
Vaughan's obviously out injured. O'Connor's on international duty, playing a point a pointless under twenty one friendly for Ireland against Wales on Friday. What's the point of that? I don't know, but I, right? If Blacker Taylor isn't injured, and we've not, we've been told that he isn't, there's no, we've been nothing about him being injured. He has to be on that bench at the least. Do you know what I mean? Like when we're trying to win that game, which we were for the last twenty five minutes. If he's on the bench, I don't care what's going on with him and Hill. Like you do what's best for the football club, and what's best for the football club right now is to have Blacker Taylor at the very least on the bench. Certainly, when you've got no Vaughan, no Woolery, and no O'Connor in the squad for various reasons, he has to be in the squad. If he's not injured, it's ridiculous. And like, just I don't care what's going on. You know, suck it up, be a man. It's not about Keith Hill. It's not about Corey Blacker Taylor. You know. What do you think, Paul? Would you have him at, le- at least on the bench? Well, we don't we don't know what's gone on. If anything has gone on, no. Or if yeah. you know he is carrying a knock or whatever, he, nothing's we, been said. So we can't. I mean, we are. You are just speculating, really. I am um, saying if he's fit, he has to be. But on yeah, the I mean, looking at the bench, there was just nobody there really to change the game. I mean, Nugent, obviously, you know. He's not really a game changer. He's, you know, good centre forward to, to come off the bench, of course. But Blackett Taylor running against tired legs, to, you know, last twenty minutes. That's a, that's a great option to have. But if, if he's in no frame of mind, no. But if he's in no frame of mind to come on and do that and show what he's capable of, and he's just going to arse around and just you know sulk for twenty minutes, then. It is pointless having him on the bench. No point bringing him on to do that. But we don't we don't know what's gone on or what the situation is or how he's feeling or so. I would I'd rather not have a pop at anyone um, because we we don't know the details. So you know, him coming on and being useless for twenty minutes is the same as him not not being involved at all for me. But as we say, we don't know what's gone on. Um, Obviously, nothing's come out. Um, nothing's been said. Nothing's been said about him, if whether he's injured or whatever. So, well, it, you know, it's just pure he speculation. Presser, he said in his presser, no new injury concerns. And then he wasn't in the squad on Saturday, and he's not in the squad here. He didn't go off injured last Wednesday. And I don't think last Wednesday, he was no worse than anyone else last Wednesday. I do, I'll do. i give credit to Paul. I thought Crawford did well tonight when he came on. I thought that was yeah. his best showing for us. I thought he was lively. He wanted the ball. You know, he... he, he Played a couple of good, clever passes. I thought Kirby, and again, I, I like Kirby, and I, I want to defend him. But like Nick Roberts, my you know, me mate, he said, "How can he be at a Premier League club when is he just? I, I don't know if he was trying too hard almost after he missed that chance, and that's why he did the back heel and then pushed their fellow over stupidly. I just think we keep making like silly. No, it's not just him." I think a lot of our team are making like silly decisions and like trying too hard at times. They're trying to yeah, force things. I think the the issue there is, I mean, he's not at the best of starts, has he? Since no. he arrived, he's not been involved very much. He'll be trying to impress. He's he, you know, maybe he's thinking, "Well, I'm Premier League class, so these fancy little flicks and that will be will come off." And playing in these games and in those situations, and I'm sure some of the experienced players around him will be saying, why the hell did you do that? It was a stupid thing to do. Just get it, shift it, or, you know, get a shot off or whatever. Um, they'll be telling him, and that's that's 
basically why he's here. He's here to learn. Um, and that's what you get from learning players, you know, young learning players from Premier League clubs. You're not getting the finished article who are going to be absolutely superb week in, week out. You're getting rough um, rough nuggets that you got to try and polish into diamonds. Um, and he's, I'm sure, you know, despite the fact that a lot of people don't think he's done that well, he'll have learned a lot from, you know, these couple of months he's been here so far. Um, but yeah, you know, obviously the position that we're in, we're looking for, you know, the, the, the finished article, but sadly, um, with a few players out injured, you know, options are <laughs> limited and I'm sure sort of budget restrictions and stuff like that would have come into, into play in terms of the January transfers. Yeah, it's one of them. Um, I think he's, he's got potential definitely, but, um, yeah, far from the, from the finished article, far from it. I think um, I'm looking at the table now, Paul. There's 10 games to go. So you've got Cheltenham top, um, played 36, 65 points, three points ahead of us. Cambridge in second on 64. Um, they've played a game more, 37. Forest Green in third on 62. And us in fourth on 62. Uh, we are three goals behind in goal difference uh, to Forest Green. So the simple fact is, again, if we win our game in hand on Cambridge, we go above them. If we basically, again, it's in our hands, we're not going to win our last 10 games, but we have to go to Cheltenham and we have to go to Forest Green and we play Cambridge at home. And I said this a few weeks ago, I think, Paul, that if we, I said, you know, we're going to drop points. It just is, you know, we're never going to win our last 13, 14 games. If you're going to drop points, be it defeats or draws, I'd rather them be against Grimsby and Colchester and I'd rather beat Cheltenham, Cambridge, Forest Green. Do you know what I mean? Like, obviously you want to win every game, but a win against the top teams. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. Yeah, it, it's it's not I think, nice. Uh, the, the disappointing thing is um, we all expect, we all expected us to beat Grimsby. They were second bottom without they winning, rock bottom. however many. You know, we were expecting to beat Colchester tonight because they were in such bad form. And had we won those two games, we'd be sat here discussing the fact that we're top of the league. Yeah. Oh. And I think that's the, that's sort of adds to the disappointment. We still are in a fantastic position with three points off the top of the, top of the league, 10 games to go. Um, you know, we, if you look at, looking sort of in the form of the last sort of 25 games, as the trust keep banging on about on Twitter. <laughs> Whether we'll we'll get this amount of points and we'll get promoted and this that and the other. Well, yeah, stats stats are great, but um, you know I'm I'm not going to rely on the stats to to work out the league table. Um, but you know we we are in a good position. We just need to keep keep going. Uh, is now a good time to talk about this well-being thing that obviously Keithel has been very keen to to get off his chest in the last few days and uh, in his last couple of interviews because the players just look knackered. Yeah. And obviously playing a lot of games Saturday, Tuesday, it's going to be like that until, well, apart from... We've got a week off next week. Well, yeah, but there's two games back to back over Easter, the Easter bank holidays. Yeah, Friday, Monday. Yeah. It is. It is a lot of games. They've obviously crammed the season down. 
And this, Paul, before you carry on, you should point out this is not just a Tramia thing. This is the entire football no, no, no. league talking yeah, about yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, and there's a lot of teams, obviously, but it seems like Carlisle is through. They're playing next midweek again, yeah. Yeah, so they're, they're two games behind us. Um, obviously, the season's been crammed because of, obviously, the COVID. They still want to finish this roughly the same time. I think it's finishing a week later than it would have originally been scheduled to. Then they're going to cram the, the the playoffs, which is another crazy thing. But Because um, obviously the Euros is supposed to be taking place in the summer. Um, the, 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 I've, I've been saying this for the last six, seven, eight weeks that the players just look knackered. And I'm sort of advocating the, the rotation and sort of chopping and changing and Obviously, I, I, I did have a moan about substitutions, which someone picked me up about. Um, but yeah, like, there's, there's, you can only do so much. And obviously, adding the travel and everything else, are we asking too much of these, these people? Obviously, they're in a privileged position, so... You know, you'll get the naysayers who will go, "Oh, well, they're getting paid this amount of money, but it's irrelevant." You know, they're being away from their families for, you know, it's, it's bubble life and all the rest of it. Um, it, it it's it's crazy. They get, they're coming home. They can't go out, obviously, because of COVID anyway. But they they can't go and you know. I think um, there was a. A podcast with Scott Davis a few weeks ago. We we spoke about it briefly on here, where he said, "Well, um, well, I can't go for the walk with the kids after school because I've got to stay in, uh, rest up for the so I'm ready for the next game." I mean, he's a goalkeeper, so it doesn't really matter. But um, you get my point. It's like the the lads the. As soon as they're getting home, they're resting up, they're preparing for the next game. They're travelling down to Colchester, which well, I presume they did yesterday, staying yeah, in yeah. a hotel. It's just, it is getting a bit crazy. And this is happening week in, week out now. We're going up and down the country. This is, it, it is becoming a, a well being sort of situation. Um, and I know we, we joked a little bit about it last season with Bolton, but. Um, we are asking these these players to to go through a hell of a lot just so we can finish the season. I mean, why can't why couldn't the season have been extended? It's not as if League Two teams have a you know a team full of internationals. Well, Paul, like the the European Championship should not be being played. Like it it would be different if the whole world was back to normal. It isn't. You know we're. Putting, you know, today they've come out saying you know, there's going to be a Europe a, a travel ban in this country. Or you'll be fined up to five thousand pounds if you travel to another country. Why is there an international break this weekend? On what planet is anyone? And I'm not one of these people who, um, and there's many of them who despise these international weekends. Maybe it's because as Tramia fans, it doesn't affect us. We still play, don't we? And if anything, we get more coverage on an international weekend. And do you know what? I like watching international football. England games are a lot of the time boring. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? here's the thing, right? If you watch a lot of international, which I do, yeah, the international football is dull, especially these qualifiers, because a lot of the time, you know, one you might side. get two decent sides in a group, but most of the time, yeah, it's one side of the fairs where one team is just trying to not get battered. You know, Latvia playing Germany, 
all they're trying to do is not you know, save face. You do get good games. And a lot of the time, what I'd say is when England are playing a friendly, often ignore that. Look through the thing and see where there's another friendly. There's always Eurosport, Premier Sport. There's always another one on. Or a lot of the time, just on the internet, you can find one. Watch like Spain v Germany or Italy versus the Czech Republic. There's good games of football to be found on the international weekends. And again, but no one, and I, so I'm a fan of international football. I, I like, I love tournaments. I know you do, Paul, as well. World Cups. And I, I've always been a fan, maybe even more, of European Championships because, the, you know, certainly the traditional one, not this one, which was going to be played all over, because you knew that, you know, the kickoff times were going to be good for us because it was in Europe. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes you get the World Cups, don't you, on the other side of the you know, world. And it's like, what time are we kicking off? Do you remember the 2002 one? We played bloody Nigeria at 7 a.m. I was in Weatherspoons and he did um, what, one pound a pint until the first goal and it finished nil-nil. Went into college at like nine o'clock. Oh, Jesus Christ, I've had like nine pints here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I, we're both international football fans. But would you, Paul, now? They, they shouldn't be having a European Championship, should they? And they shouldn't be no, having a national break. It should just be if you if you want to finish <clears throat> club football. And I don't even think there should have been Champions League and Europa League this year, really. When you think of how bad things were. Back yeah. in you know September, October, the set, you know. Well, the English, the English teams were playing their home games in Budapest yeah. or whatever it's crazy, it was last it? week. Or... Arsenal like playing in Budapest, and it's just. <laughs> I just think, Paul, that like you've made the point there, it should be about the well-being of the players, and Premier League level might be different because they've got technology there, haven't they? They've got like millions if not billions of pounds of technology that can help aid recovery and they are very much like literally the pinnacle of sporting technology and you know science is there but you know you go down into the championship you go down to league one league two national league and you know scotland and stuff like that and you go the money isn't there for us to have the infrastructure who can forget the photos of fucking morgan ferrier and a fucking wheelie bin full of ice in pre-season like you know that's the level we're, we're dealing with here and you know we've got and you know better than me, Paul, from your time at the club. Like we've got an amazing like sports science team, and you know you've got Hodgie and people like that, and the analysts and people like that there who, you know, they could they could probably go and work for a, a better club on much more money, or they could you know probably leave football and go and you know do something else for better money. But there's not just us, and we're quite a, you know prudently well well around football club. There's so many teams in the lower leagues that you just think how. And what's the knock-on effect going to be, Paul? Because next season isn't starting any later, is it? I imagine it's all going to be back to you know August Maybe kickoffs. August, kind of a, like, and again, people like you said, Paul, will will come out and be like, "Well, go go and work in a warehouse or down the mines." You know what I mean? Or mm. you know, go to war. Ridiculous shouts. It's like, look, yes, they'll admit, like you said, Paul, they're in a privileged position, but. And again, I've always been one of these people who goes, why football players moaning about having to play twice a week when they do? But this is different, isn't it? This is very specific circumstances. And this has literally been for like the last six months, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday. And then we've had even crazier, haven't we, with Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday, Tuesday. These games didn't need to all, like you said, Paul, they didn't need to be crammed in. It didn't need to be crammed in. And it's just all about it's about money, mate, isn't it? At the end of the day, that's this. It all boils down to it's about TV contracts and money for the clubs, and that's it. Mm, pretty much, money yeah. talks, sadly, and yeah. you know whether we, I don't know, we just. It, and as we say, we're not just talking about it because it's affecting Tranmere and Tranmere. The whole, obviously looking, the whole of football. 
tired. Um, you know, so there's going to be a lot of players who are going to be absolutely buggered by the end of the season. Well, I'm, I'm trying to think, um, how many games have we played now this season? You're looking at the, the products and obviously I'm not... Last few years I've been working in marketing, but you know, the the, the products that you're putting out is only going to get worse and worse. The more the more tired and tired these these players are becoming. So is it really? It's not as marketable because you know you're asking people to fork out a ten of a time, which they are at the minute because um, we obviously can't get into the grounds to watch games that are going to get progressively worse because. The players are just, you know, dead on their feet before they've even kicked a ball. I just think it's, I just think it's wrong. And you know, to cram, cram, you know, a ten-month season into seven months or whatever they try to do. Um, why couldn't they just contracts run until the end of June? Why don't they just extend it? Um, until the end of June, or they could, they could have done quite easily. As I say, especially in the lower divisions, um, you know, the argument of whether the Euro should be taking place or not, that's, that's yeah, that's another one, another story. But you know, there, there ain't no internationals that are going to be affected in leagues one and two. Or, well, not many. So you know, you could have you could have run those two leagues into you know beginning of. June, end of June, for your playoffs. Um, but they've chose to cram it all in. And I just think, yeah, the the standard of football is going to just not, it's not the best. Um, it's obviously not the best anyway because it's League Two. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, uh, it, it's it's asking a lot, and I, I do feel for the for the players, and obviously Keyfield as well. He was moaning, he was tired as well. But um, you know, they just crack on. The, the the good thing about tonight was that they showed this, there's still a bit of spirit there, there's still a bit of heart and a bit of you know determination. You know, two 0 down, they could have easily just said, "Fuck this! Why the hell are we here on a Tuesday night in Colchester?" Yeah, that's the positive, they've, I suppose. They, isn't you know, it? they've gritted their teeth, they've back. got back into the game. Yeah, it's a point, and a point doesn't look great against the team who hasn't won for God knows how long. But you know they've shown shown that heart, that determination, that desire, that commitment. On to the next one, and as as I say, they keep coming thick and fast. Um, so yeah, they've just, that's all they can do. It's it would be nice to be able to make a few, you know, a, a few changes. So those forward positions that is the concern for me because. Those lads, the, one the creative players, the likes of what Feeney, Woolery, who haven't played a lot of consistent football for, you know, maybe a couple of a year or so, you know, a, a long run of games in a in a row. Um, they're the ones that are going to be we're going to have to look after and take them out of the team, take Vaughan out of the team. <sighs> there ain't a lot of creativity and goal scoring options. Which is well, uh, which, obviously, the worry. But if we I'm sure other teams will be suffering just as just as much as well. The thing with go back on the Vaughan thing, and again, we it's one thing we said at the time. We like we won't go on about it. We had seem to talk about it on every single podcast. Yeah. Um, he got injured on the on the twenty seventh of February, right at Leighton Orient. We're now nearly like a month on from there, and 
I remember at the time people said it was going to be four to six weeks. And don't you think the club and Hill have been, there's been no official, nothing's been, there's been no tweets, no updates on the official website, nothing like that. No statements. All it was was Hill said a few things. And even what Hill said in his um, post-match and pre-match presses, he, he was very non-committal and very sort of like disconcertingly vague about what he said. So <laughs> I, I, are you thinking like when well, I'm thinking that one day we're just going to line up, maybe Cheltenham and he'll just be in the starting eleven. Fingers, I mean, that would be fucking brilliant, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, it would, be, wouldn't yeah. it? Um, I think most managers play their cards very close to their chest. The managers oh, I worked with did not like talking about injuries. You wouldn't, would you? You don't want anyone you don't want to give any information to the other team. And Mickey was a stickler for... Um, he would... Obviously, there's the obvious injuries, and obviously, you know, Journos have been watching games and they'd seen someone had taken a kick and had come off or whatever. Yeah, like Jake Kirby going off with a broken leg versus Barrow. Yeah, but the ones that happen in training or, you know, behind or closed someone, doors. Or someone hobbles off and you're like, is it a knock? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's right to be like that. So, I don't know. I don't know. It would be nice to 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 know when he's likely to return, but if that gives you know Cheltenham or whoever's coming up, you know, a bit of information, and they can prepare better to line up against him or without him, or you know, I I really don't care. I just want him back in the team as soon as possible. I would bite your hand off now, Paul. In fact, I would eat, I would eat your arm now, seared on a barbecue with a little bit of um what would Tasty. i see you in i don't think what i'd say i'd have to shave your arm first because i know you're quite a hairy individual aren't you yeah um actually do you know what i think your arse cheek might be a bit better meat um <laughs> just sear it on on the barbie like charcoal grill um maybe a bit of lemon and herb rub into it <laughs> but i'd um eat your arm now if you said he'll be back fit for the double header on Easter weekend. Easter weekends. I think you start looking at that now. Obviously, we got Mansfield on Saturday, and they held Forest Green. Excuse me. This is tonight. what I want to point out as well: is that uh, you know other teams are dropping points against teams that you would oh. expect them to to win it's, against. So it's a great set of results again for us. Um, it's happening. You know, every every game week or whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, every time there's there's a set of matches on. A top team is dropping points to a bottom team. Um, what I'm thinking, Paul. So, Grimsby for the playoffs. <laughs> Not quite thinking that, but uh, one tonight. You know, it's um, it's a funny old game, as, as they <laughs> said, as, as Jake said the other night. Yeah, I mean, um, right. You look at the, the there's no the form team in this division. Right, is Bolton still? And yeah. you know that they are a concern for everyone. I did the minute they get, they've got motor in. But, due, due a defeat, though. Due a defeat. Well, they, do you know Paul who they play this weekend? No, you don't. Why, why would I know that? Well, Paul, do some research. They go to Forest <laughs> Green oh, in, in the early kickoff midday. Yeah. Um, so you know, Cambridge goes to Carlisle. Carlisle need to start. You know, they're on a terrible run at the minute, aren't they? Mm. And um, so. You know, who else is in the top three? I've completely lost my bearings here. 
Cambridge, Cheltenham. Cheltenham, who did Cheltenham play? Let me just double check. Cheltenham goes to Morecambe. So, you know, Morecambe, Cheltenham, Forest Green, Bolton, Collard. Points are getting dropped one way or another there from everyone. If we win on Saturday, and again, you know, I'd take a a shite performance like the Exeter one, but three points. And then we've said for a couple of weeks now, get to the Mansfield game, get through it unscathed, get three points if we can, and then the lads have a week off to recover before the double header over East. And I think that Easter weekend, Friday and the Saturday, Friday live on Sky as well, everyone, by the way. So apparently it's not going to be on iFollow, which is I find bizarre. Like, certainly you know, in, under normal circumstances, if we could go to the game, you'd understand that, but mm. surely it has to still be on iFollow. Like, what happens to the season ticket holders, um, the home fans of of Cheltenham, you can't just go. You get the game's not going to be shown on iFollow because Sky want to show it. it. Surely it has to still be on iFollow, doesn't it? You'd have thought so. Yeah, it doesn't make sense because no. it's like, oh, suddenly the only way you can watch it is if you've got Sky. It's like well, that's not fucking fair, is it? We mm. literally we cannot watch it any other way. Um, <coughs> that's a that's a tangent for another podcast. Yeah. But I think it's it's going to all come down to them if we can look again. I'll bite your hand off. I'll, I'll eat both your arms, Paul, if you said Vaughan's back for Easter weekend and we get three points on Saturday against Mansfield. It's it's such a big weekend, that Easter weekend. It's going to, I think that's how where we sit at five o'clock on um, Easter Monday yeah. will be a big indication of where we're going to finish. Mm. Yeah, no, I'm with you there. Yeah. Well, let's go through some uh, from some tweets. I'm going to go yes, through a selection. Do. I'm not going to read them all. Um, we have had a lot, so um, I hope you appreciate that. Um, you know, we'll just go through a few of the ones that um, aren't making the same point. If you if you understand, uh, right? <laughs> Here's a username for you. Keith Hill will will become a legend. <laughs> what? Surely that's someone's edited their username to that recently. What's well, the it's, um, it's Tony Collier forty six. Uh, okay. uh, Keith Hill, obviously spelled K double F. Uh, it says, in my opinion, we are still sitting in a nice position. Got uh, six pointers with the top three coming up. Keith Hill knows how to get up, and will do the job in hand. But I'm sure his relationship with the fans would have been a lot worse if we were in the ground. Fair point. Uh, Martin Oliver says, not good enough. After we get three points here, especially when we have Forest Green, Cambridge, Cheltenham to play. Goals conceded tonight were terrible. Didn't take our chances. Lewis and Kirby have to score. Kiefer will say, it's another good point. Sorry, pal, but one point isn't good enough. That's uh, Martin's words. Uh, let's, Let's have a look. A lot of people saying about those missed chances. Rich Parry says, was that automatics gone? Saturday's game now huge. All the other top sides playing each other. We have to take advantage if we want to go up. Yeah, fair point. We've just been speaking about that. Um, The Jake Keogh fan club say, is that it now from CBT? Is he gone for good? Um, and the ends salt and pepper. Salt and pepper has turned into a food blender since December. <laughs> um, 
Ross of the Rovers says, what a match, strange move by Hill to shuffle the defence at half-time. Khan's best, not Khan's best game, sorry. Uh, Spearman man a match, want Kirby to do well, but he just doesn't get it in his inverted commas. Uh, gotta love Peter Clark, fights for the team, literally. <laughs> um, a lot of people saying we could have been 4-0 down. I think that's a slight yeah. overreaction, isn't it? But like again, yeah. we if could have been 4-0 yeah, down, but we could have been... Chances, which yeah, is... if, if we take our chances, we're 2-0 up before they even score, mm-hmm. aren't they? So, you know, if me, if me uncle had a vagina, he'd be me auntie. Yeah. Uh, Deadly Sub says, great first half, clusterfuck of a start to the second, but dragged it back and should have won it. Every team in the top seven has struggled to beat bottom seven teams, not just us. A fair point, which we've kind of discussed. Uh, Michael Wallace says, fair play to the lads for coming back from two down. However, another poor performance. Only time will tell if it's two points dropped or one point gained. Yeah, some people going on about the uh, being confused about rides moving to right back and Khan to left back at one point, which was a bit. Uh, I do agree, Paul. Whoever it was just said there that Khan had an absolute shocker. He was he, he like slipped a couple of times, played a couple of terrible short balls that let them in. Um, but I think you know he's got enough credit in the bank, hasn't he? That. Um, I think he's made a rod for his own back at right back. I've been so good for that so run. <laughs> for the last like six or seven games he's played in that position when he's more naturally a you know a, a, a forward player, isn't he? Really? Yeah. Um, Fletcher says it's a point in the grand scheme of things. Uh, Feeney for me tonight. Man of the match. Let's do Mansfield up the Tramia. Uh, classic Tramia says frustrating results. Though I thought it was a good game to watch. That chance at the end, and he's put the the head and hands emoji. I still can't believe he missed it. Just so Tramia to have a chance to close the gap, then blow it. Roll on Saturday to have some kip. Yep, um, it is edging towards ten o'clock here. Um, Kevin Heller says round pegs in square holes. We're very, very lucky. Sadly, it looks like nobody wants to win this league. It's a not lob. That's an awful thought, isn't it? Um, if they win the league and we go up, not asked. Honestly, yeah. just get promoted. Yeah. Like, let's again. I knew this was going to happen, and straight at full time after that KB miss, I was really angry and like frustrated. But and far be it from me to be the voice of reason here, Paul. But like. I've been staring at the league table throughout this and flicking back to the stats and, and the fixtures and stuff. But the position we're in now, like, if you'd have said we'll be fourth with 10 games to go, three off the top, before a ball had been kicked, I would have took it. I would have bitten both your arms off again. If you'd have offered me this place after 10 games, after Jackson was sacked, after Mork went home, I'd have eaten your entire body, Paul. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like not let's be much of me left by the end of the season. <laughs> well, fingers crossed. <laughs> let's you know, we're still in good form. I think like people have said, over the last twenty five games since uh, Jackson went, we are the the best, we've got the most points out of everyone. You know, it's all relevant. It's, it's how many points you get out of your thirty uh, your forty six games. There's ten games to go. We've got a rest coming up, which I think we need, but all the teams need it. 
Vaughan could be back for some of them. You know, that will be a big one. Woolery should be refreshed going in. If Vaughan can come back at some point, Paul, I'm thinking there's no long-term injuries, is there? We would have a fully fit squad. Mm. Um, you know, okay. but again, we don't know the Blacker Taylor situation. What you know, that's is what it is. It's we need that. We need someone. We need Vaughan or Wallery, someone fit and firing in the final third, don't we? That's what it's yep. come down to. Yeah. And you just hope that this. I'd like to think he's maybe given Wallery. He didn't. He wasn't even there, was he? So I presume he's had some time, you know, just to freshen up. Yeah. Next week should do everyone the world of good, and. It's just again keep a big game on Saturday, of course it is. But yeah. let's just keep everyone focused and be like, look the points in that yeah, we're disappointed. And I was gravely disappointed at full time, but we're still in a fucking great position here with ten games to go. Yeah. Um just to finish off the tweets, Will Amos says, um should I mention Davis for the first goal? Probably. But yeah. Kirby has to score. Matt Hibbert would never miss that. Bread and butter to me, mate, that. Genuinely. <laughs> and on that note, we say thank you for your tweets. Um, keep them coming. Um, whether it's feedback, whether you want to chat about the game on Saturday, drop us a tweet at this is Shamir, at Palapa82, at Matt Hibbert, at JKO double H. Uh, we love to receive your messages. So thank you very much for all the uh, all the interaction this evening. Yeah, if you want to get on our Instagrams as well, at uh, what's your Insta, Paul? Uh, Paul Harper eighty two on everything. Yeah, Paul Harper eighty two. You got in there, very didn't unoriginal. you? Yeah. yeah, at Matt Hibbert seventeen on Insta and at this is Tramia on there. Paul puts up some lovely little um, sixty second like teaser videos, don't you? Little snippets of the pod. Yeah, I try to. Yeah, so go and give us all a follow on there. At Matt Hibbert seventeen at this is Tramia at Paul Harper eighty two on Twitter as well. At this is Tramia at Matt Hibbert at Paul Harper eighty two. If you're on Apple Podcasts, uh, listen to us on there. Please go and leave a five-star rating and write us a little review. Helps out with the algorithms and stuff like that. Go and subscribe to us. If you listen on Spotify, just search This Is Tramia on there on Spotify Podcasts. Um, yeah, and thanks for the support. Thanks for the kind messages. Um, it is really appreciated. It's why we continue to do these. Um, Ten more to go. Hopefully not 13. God, I, honestly, Paul, I don't think I could deal with a player. Ten to go, Matt. Ten to go. So what? we're not even going to finish in the top seven. <laughs> I'm not saying any either way but right, Paul, time to go Paul hopefully I'm eating both your arms in a couple of weeks that's all I'll say <laughs> just a final quick uh, thank you to the Trammy Rovers official sports club of course yeah uh, open with our running costs again this season so thank you to them um, seeing the, uh, the, sn- the little snippets of the uh, the retro t-shirts that are coming out soon so yeah they're dropping they're very good. Thought, aren't they? Yeah, they do look nice yeah, and a, and a pink one as well, which looks a bit strange, but um, you know, not wrong with that, Paul. No, I mean, I, I, I don't mind wearing pink. So no, it, suit, it does suit you. Yeah, and if, so if yeah. if anyone listening, maybe someone on the sofa here would like to get me one. You know, she's not listening. Um, <laughs> Why would she? <laughs> no. Um, so yeah, thank you to them. Uh, keep checking them out on Twitter at Trosk underscore TRFC. So thank you to them for their support. Yep, we will be back here on Saturday about 5pm. Hopefully on the back of a big three points, we play Mansfield at home and then we've got a week break before the big Easter doubleheader, Cheltenham away and Cambridge at home. 
we'll see you then on Saturday. Enjoy the rest of your week, Paul. Um, go and just put a bit of marinade in your arms for me. Just you know, just, <laughs> just a bit of prep. The longer you prep, you know, the better mm. it tastes, doesn't it? Absolutely. Shall do. Cheers, Paul. Speak to Saturday. See you Saturday. Up the time, yeah.